With the conference championships on the horizon, the Campbell swim team is wrapping up one of their best regular seasons. In his 15th year, head coach Pascal Molinard continues to make his program reach new heights. On this episode of Coffee with Coaches, we ask him about how he gets the most out of his student athletes in this grueling sport. We also visit with his assistant coach, Zachary Bagby, who not only brings vast swimming experience to the program, but also some real-world experiences he gained from travels abroad. Coach, we were just talking about, believe it or not, you are coming towards the end of your swim season, but you all have had a lot of success this year. Tell me about this year, a young team, but you guys are winning. Uh, it's very exciting year. Uh, 14 new freshmen, the largest team that Campbell ever had, 31 athletes. And uh, somehow, I don't know, uh, Zach and I and uh, the captains and the leadership that we have, they kept those girls focused on their job. And uh, we had some impressive dual meets victory that, uh, you know, that really we didn't think we would, but uh, somehow... They, they kept it together, they focused, and uh, they learned quickly. And uh, it's really, uh, it's wonderful to see. Really a very exciting year. And I hope we can stay and focus for the next couple of months just to finish the season. And we, we probably would have one of the best years at Campbell for, for uh, dual meets and uh, hopefully championship too. So I'm excited about it. You and the coaching staff have done such a good job of getting such great young swimmers in here. When you go on the recruiting trail and you are getting potential student-athletes to come here to Campbell, what do you sell them on? Well, we want to sell them, first of all, on the education part. As a student-athlete, be ready to study a lot and do well in class, in the classroom, but also uh, to learn something with the uh, the opportunities that Campbell will give them to learn and to change and to be a better swimmer. And we want them to uh, learn a different way of looking at things and uh, to strive to be better and better swimmers, to learn how to race and to learn uh, all the ins and outs of the sport of swimming. Sometimes we take... Uh, uh, we, we, we want the girls to want to be at Kimball. That's our number one priority also. I want them to really want to be here and to be part of the team at Kimball. I don't want them to second-guess themselves, and, uh, and uh, I want them to know that they are welcome, they are here. We are here to work with them and for them. And uh, hopefully, uh, when they graduate, move on and just uh, feel like comfortable to move on and just be independent and great citizen. So that's our goal. In the pool, it is such a grueling sport, both physically, but then the mental aspect of it too. What does it take to be a collegiate swimmer at this level? A lot of hard work, a lot of grits. Uh, knowing that you are going to have your uh, your bad days sometimes 
and your good days, but you have to forget about the bad days and you have to learn how to be consistent. And every action, there is a reaction. And every time we, we do something, we have to think about, okay, is it going to be a good action to give you a good result? Or is it going to be something that uh, will, will hurt myself? And it's all a lifestyle uh, choice to be a better athlete. And we know going into it, it's not an easy sport. So every day is you have to learn something about that sport, something about yourself in the water. Uh, we train for about, let's say we train, we have a workout of two hours. If you learn one thing today at that, during those two hours, that's great. And that's what we want. Every workout, we have to learn about something, about yourself, uh, a new way to race, a new way to do something. Uh, you didn't realize you could go faster. You could do something that you never thought you would do. Same thing in the weight room. We are always challenged for better. A little bit. Standard. Raise the standards. Challenge yourself every day. And it seems like it's working. So we'll continue. <laughs> Pushing them physically is one thing. How do you push mentally to get past those barriers as well? Uh, we talk to, to them a lot about it. You know, sometimes, uh, uh, like, there's so many things nowadays in our life there's so many things around us there's so many things that they put pressure on themselves sometimes they don't realize that they don't need to put they don't need to put their, themselves in that situation because they cannot control that situation so we we try to explain to them we are very good communication we explain a lot that it's okay because you cannot control it or it's okay Yes, you can do something. Let's change things. Let's do things differently. Let's adjust your schedule. Let's, uh, you know, you may need more rest. So we we have a very good communication system with uh, the the girls. Uh, well, via the phones and uh, all this stuff, but also during practice, after practice. During practice, we want to know some feedback, and we want to explain to them why they do things. So uh, it's a it's it's a continuing education, continuing education every day, every workout, uh, and uh, so far it's been it's been good so far. How have you changed as a head coach in your many years here in Campbell? Uh Yes. See, as coaches, we have to change as well. With all the new technologies, a new way of coaching, a new way of dealing with things. Uh, so I, I did have to, you know, I'm not as young as I used to be. Uh, but I, want, I like to use, uh, we have a very good assistant coach, very good leadership with the girls. Sometimes i rather ask them, to talk to the girls, to change things compared to just coming out from me. So we did change a lot. Uh, with uh, When we first started the swim team, we were we, we had like barely 12 girls. So it was very easy to uh, do one-on-one -on -one with, with the 12 girls. Now we have so many. It's good to use other people 
to be able to help them carry on and move on. So there's a lot of different ways to, uh, uh, to do things. And I like to use all kinds of different ways to do. But also I like to know the personality of each athlete. Because every, every athlete is different. And if I can just change like one person the way I talk, makes them turn on a switch, I would definitely will do it. Um, but there's always, uh, you know, uh, the knowledge of this person can be motivated this way, this person can be motivated this way. So it's good to observe and learn and then do it. But uh, uh, I, uh, I enjoy doing it because uh, it's, uh, it's a lot of mental. Uh, swimming is, well, every sport is very mental. So if the girls feel comfortable about themselves, it's great. You can see that in their racing, the way they approach the race, the way they talk back, the way they do things, and it's really wonderful. Finally, Coach, what's your advice for anyone that wants to get into coaching at this level, swimming and really any type of coaching? It's, uh, it's very time-consuming. Uh, a lot of people think that we just wake up in the morning and get on a pool deck and coach. There's a lot of preparation. Like we train, okay, 20 hours a week during the season. Well, we spend about, I would say, 15 hours to prepare for those 20 hours a week. So it is a long, and then we have the meets, we go away, and all of that is not, uh, we want to stay here, but we have to go to the swim meets because that's important for them to learn how to race. So you have to give yourself up to be, to, to be successful as a coach. Uh, so it's, uh, it's very uh, time consuming. You have to make time for your family a different time. And then you have coaching that takes a lot of time. Uh, and if you can be stable and do that, it's great. And that's, uh, that's what we want to. We want to be good at everything we do, you know. So, uh, but it's a, it's a very, uh, when you win or you see somebody does so well, it makes you feel better. And that's, that's what you coach, to change people's lives, to see them grow up and say, you know, I was part of that, a little bit part of it. Not a lot, but still a little bit part of that. All the success that we had at Campbell, all those girls that graduated, that went, and they are very successful now, I feel part of it a little bit, you know? So it's good for me. Make me feel better. Thank you so much, Coach. Thank you. My name is Zachary Bagby from Charleston, South Carolina, and my title is the Assistant Women's Swim Coach. Okay, Zach, we will first start out way back when, growing up in Charleston. What made you fall in love with this sport? And what was it like growing up in one of the best now vacation destinations in the entire land? Well, um, it, was, it was a lot of fun, a lot of beach time. My mother swam in College of Charleston, so um, it was natural for me to just get into the world of swimming. Um, Charleston's a great place, unfortunately. Um, the college program isn't there anymore, but my mom still even advocated for me to swim then. Um, 
it's just uh, been a passion and a really easy passion because I love scuba diving, surfing. A lot of a lot of my outside activities are based around water, so swimming's always made sense. Swimming is such a grueling sport as an athlete. When you're coming up and and you're young, what kept you in the pool? What kept you working so hard? Well, the feeling after practice is the best one. Uh, you finish, you feel accomplished, you've done stuff that's hard, um, your coach has encouraged you, um, and it, it's, it's not something that everybody can do. And a lot of swimmers take pride in that, knowing that, that they can be safe around water is one thing, but also knowing how fast they can move is another thing. When you went on to swim collegiately, it takes so much time to be a student athlete. It takes so many hours, and swimming is even more of a grueling and time-consuming sport than most. What was it like to uh, swim in college? Well, you've got to own it, that's for sure. You've got to know what you need to do to get better. Uh, luckily, swimming is something that's based all around numbers, stroke counts, uh, tenths of a second, hundredths of a second. So owning it is the first part. And then knowing how to balance swimming in school is another one. Uh, knowing not only what you need to do to, to get better in the pool, but also how do you get better in class? How do you rest better? How do you optimize your day to get better? And, and that really helps a lot with life skills, and that's made me the person that I am today. You had mentioned it a little bit, Zach, but uh, it's amazing sort of how well-rounded you are with all your hobbies and everything. But you've traveled um, many different places in the world. Tell me about some of your, some of your travels and, and, and why that's uh, important to you. Well, um, I got some great opportunities at St. Andrews University, uh, the school that I graduated from. And um, uh, in Ecuador, it was really cool because I got to become a part of the University of Cuenca's aquatic facility for, for about a month, I swam with their team and got to know some of the people that are there. Um, it, it really helped me kind of diversify myself and, and learn more about others and develop some empathy. Um, one, one summer, the last summer at St. Andrews, I went to India and spent uh, a year without a phone. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun uh, just immersing myself in the culture learning uh, what it's like to be uh, away from the place that I call home. Um, then I spent a 14-day trek in the Himalayas, which was something that, that not only pushed me mentally, but physically, and, and it really kind of capped off all the hard work that I did in, in college. That trip to India, we'll get to the phone thing in a little bit, uh, hard for, for, for anyone to imagine, but what were you doing there in India? What was that year like? Well, we spent a lot of time just learning about the culture, a lot of time learning about um, just different values of India, um, different, different cultural aspects, and um, just kind of learning how to take away more from life than just uh, what we might see uh, under our fingertips on our, on our cell phones. Uh, the big thing was just getting away in learning uh, not only about what's going on around you and becoming fully immersed in it, but also how you react, learning more about yourself. That whole year without a phone, I guess at first, what was the hardest? And then what are the benefits that, that, that you learned from doing something like that? Well, uh, when you say you're going to be somewhere, you, you've got to be there. 
because uh, there's no way to text anybody or email anyone. Um, also, communication is just really important there too. Uh, you've got to know how to organize yourself, how to how to spend time and keep track of your day um, without being able to look in that pot, look in your pocket, pull out that phone, and, and see what time it is. Um, so you really become aware of what's going on. Uh, again, that's just kind of the re- reoccurring thing. It's just becoming more and more aware. The only other challenge was just learning how to communicate with people um, that don't have the same values as you, which has helped me um, just learn how to connect, uh, learn how to, again, empathize with people and just learn where they're coming from. You scuba dive, which is something that you mentioned, and I know that's a big part of your life, and it's a... Uh, it- it's an interesting sort of juxtaposition. You have dedicated uh, your whole life to staying on top of the water really fast, but one of your best hobbies is, is sinking down. What, what do you love about uh, scuba diving? Well, it's uh, another planet down there. It's, it really is another part, and um, I guess the easy fact to state is most of our world is, is full of water. It's, it's overcome by water. Um, but um, really my, my main takeaway there is just... Um, just really appreciating our planet and and just the environmental things that come along with it just the 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 importance of of our world uh in the world under underneath the water for someone that wants to get into scuba diving uh, i'm sure you would you would recommend it what's the hardest part of of something so complicated and if you don't do it right so dangerous uh, well, managing your oxygen, um, knowing how to, uh, again, tell time, calculate how much time you have under the water, and uh, knowing how much, how much air you might have. Uh, the other one for me was um, just the breathing element. Of course, in the water, as, as a swimmer, you stay on top of the water every once in a while. Uh, you get to pick your head up. You get to see around. Uh, it's a little, it's a little um, claustrophobic down there. So... When you're down, when you're below the surface, it really is a, a test of just your your patience and knowing, hey, uh, just got to be able to calm yourself and manage your heart rate so you don't consume too much oxygen. You can take as much time as you can. I, I only do it for fun, so I'm not I'm not having to to be hard pressed about my oxygen. But it, it, the more time down, uh, the better. You have been around the world. You have a lot of different experiences swimming comes full circle still a part of your life you choose to choose the path of becoming a collegiate swim coach why it's fun it's a lot of fun um one of the things that i've learned very quickly is not only do i get a chance to to coach and mentor my athletes but they teach me just as much um every day at practice um we, we encourage one another. Right now, our, our common theme at practice is a GRE word of the day. Um, some of my athletes help me understand what they're doing in class just so we can, can feed off of each other. But then also, you get to learn about how they overcome the different dichotomies of, of life, just balancing their personal lives and their athletic lives, their academic lives and their, their academic and athletic lives. Um, so learning how they overcome their struggles and in their and how they manage their successes helps me also learn how to do the same so we kind of just uh feed off of each other and keep that perpetuating 
You've been here for two years, and there's been unprecedented success here at at Campbell. What can you kind of say about uh, this year's team and, and the success that they've had, especially being so young? Well, uh, I try to bring as much energy as I can to the team, but um, it, it really is our our team. They want to work hard. They're they're proud of their work. They own their work. And uh, uh, our head coach, Pascal, he, he does a lot to help us all just stay motivated, stay focused. And um, I'm, I'm just really proud to be here, so it's really easy for me to keep going. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Chris.